guys, welcome back to this episode of Adult or Not. My name is Kayla. I'm Laura. And we're being consistent again. Look at us go. Really proud of us. I'm excited. I feel like we have a lot to update our people on. I have yet to try mayo. (laughs) Biggest (laughs) update of the week. Still not going near it, that's for sure. That's for sure. It's not happening. Um, I had the worst experience of my life last night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were thinking about two different things. What were you thinking about this weekend? (laughs) I don't know if you remember. I will not be sharing that on the pod. I think here, so I'm like, oh, this is where we're going to. I'm loving the rest. (laughs) No, we're in a silly mood this evening. Um, no, I had the worst experience, you guys. But but but, as at the same time, she was having the worst experience of her life. I was having a very comedic light night. It was great, honestly. (laughs) I think I cried laughing. It was beautiful. Oh, my God. So let me set the stage. I went out and... Do you hear that? Yep. Somebody's fire alarm is going off. Well, we're recording, people. Yeah, can you... That's rude. Turn it off. Can you keep it to yourselves? <laughs> yeah. It's like there's a Just fire happening. Air out the, the smoke. That's the only thing you need. <laughs> Yesterday, you had that situation. Oh Today, you fire. Jesus. Okay, so I walked into my apartment, you guys. It was like... 9 15 9 30 i want to say i went to go turn my shades down and my shades are the type where you twist the rod Mm -hmm. and they go up and down you know and i went to the first window and as i was turning i looked to the left side of the windsill and there was a cockroach the size of my hand and i'm the size of half of my hand (laughs) okay yes thank you yeah it was definitely half of my hand it was a big fucker not your full hand that's yeah and if no one knows kayla's hands they're not the biggest but they're not also the smallest they're pretty small but they're not the tiniest picture the cockroach it was a very big cockroach and i screamed and i ran to the other side of my apartment i immediately called laura yes 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 i blacked out a little i'm not gonna lie i started getting chills I started. Yeah, you. Were, I felt like I was gagging. I was yeah, screaming. You were gagging. After I, I literally cannot throw up. But I was like, this thing is so large. And you started like getting gagging more and like you know kind of cringy when me and my family told you just kill it. Oh my god! You're like, I can't kill it. I can't possibly kill it. Can I throw something at it? This was <laughs> this was Laura's mom's impression. I, you do not to be afraid. You just need to hit it. You just kill it. <laughs> No, no, Kayla, don't be afraid. <laughs> the culprit is more afraid of you. <laughs> and then Marcelo, your dad's over here like, you're being a little dramatic. <laughs> I was like, I'm feeling very invalidated right now. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing my family yeah. will do for you. <laughs> so I invalidate you. Long story short, I like, I took my shoe oh. in my hand. I swung at the shelves because he was on one of my shelves. Everything goes flying off, and I missed him. Mm-hmm. And then he scurried across my floor into my hats. 
and I screamed again because I love my hat. So I started one by one, like pulling them out with the shoe. Yeah. And then he scurried out from the hat. Yeah. And I thought he went under my couch. Yeah. So now I'm throwing shit under my couch. And nothing's coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, where did he go? Yeah. I'm on the verge of tears. You were on the verge of You're like, I can't do this. I can't. I have to move. I literally, I, I was like, I can't stay here tonight. No. I was like, I have to move out. You're like, I'm going to have to find a hotel for the evening. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting apartment. compensated for that. Oh, of course. Obviously. Anyways, I finally, I peeked around the couch where I had like this little wooden basket with my yoga mat and my blankets in it and he was like hiding behind the basket he was smart he knew he blended into my wood floors exactly yeah he was a smart little fucker and he was oh oh also he's a man yeah i've decided because only a man would come in and ruin my life like that yeah oh you are so right (laughs) so oh god anyways long story short i put the shoe on my foot i moved the basket quick he tried to move and i stomped that little man and she was a queen yeah she killed him you know because we don't need no man well (laughs) there was a little side part there was a there was a a male friend that did come and pick it up and pick it up because kayla did kill it but could not touch it picking it up honestly seemed worse than chasing after it why though because like literally touching his body mm-hmm. and on top of all of that on top of all of that um my friend he's clean he's like picking it up and it's like you're gonna want to clean this area he's like because you know they let out a stench when you when kill they when they die and it attracts other cockroaches oh, they're that type of bug and i didn't know that and i was like you I was like, you should not be telling me this right now. Are you fucking kidding me? You really wanted to just ruin your night even more. And I was like, now I really can't stay here. No. I was like, I'm going to have to move. Honestly, it might be a good thing that it's burning down. With yeah, alarm. with the fire alarm. <laughs> like, thank goodness. No cockroaches here. Get them out. I'm huh? shocked by the, like, I get that they're... Florida has cockroaches and bugs. Two like- other people told me that after he told me, too. Oh, see? And I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a very common thing. And then, but I'm shocked with the amount of cats you have outside your building. Yeah. They're useless. They're useless. Like, what are they doing? Ugh. They can't kill a bug before they come in. Selfish. Honestly. They're being selfish. Yeah. Honestly, I don't like that for you. And lazy. But even after the cockroach situation, you also found fly eggs in your trash can. Ugh. This weekend. Oh my god, you so guys. So Kayla has been struggling with your, her apartment this I've been week. struggling, and it's not... It's like a nice building. It was it completely is. redone on the mm-hmm. inside, like, even though it's older. I've got brand new wooden floors and a brand new kitchen and a bathroom. Yeah. So I'm like, where is... Where is this all coming from? I don't know. It's just Florida, man. Uh, this is Florida. Welcome. Because you weren't here last year at this time, so... I wasn't. This is your nice little, hello, welcome to the club. Uh, now you're a Florida gal. God, I can't. You thought Miami was just all about partying, beaches, sun? No, it's about bugs. Bugs. That's what we're all about, baby. Uh-uh. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I'm glad it was so much of a comedic relief for you and your family. Oh, <laughs> you was- were dying on the other side of the Oh. It was very amusing. And I think my parents' commentary was even better. <laughs> so it's like it added more extra, you know? Like, the Kayla was. was being funny, but my mom and my dad commenting to Kayla's 
dramatics <laughs> was even better. You know, if something they're good for is that. Uh, Kayla, do not worry. <laughs> I honestly would have had the same reaction, to be honest. And I would have called them and they would have said the exact same thing they said to you, to me, but even more judging. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Laura, we raised you better than this. <laughs> My mom would be like, stop being so, like, childish just kill it I'm like, oh, no no oh. oh god but my updates is less interesting than yours yeah no but it's still pretty interesting what are we thinking of the same update no i really don't know what you're about to say so <laughs> i was just waiting but it's still interesting. <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad well i just wanted to you know because we did do an episode on mental health and all that i wanted to mm-hmm. let my listeners know that i am back in therapy and we love it. Yay. I didn't really know how much I needed it until I went. That's good. Because I kept telling myself I need to go, I need to go. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't making that effort. And then I finally did it. And yeah. I was like, wow, I really needed it to go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I loved it. I'm so glad. I'm so it's happy a, for you. It's a new therapist. She is from Argentina. So we do it online. Okay. And um, it's lovely. I love it. Good. Yeah. And you just talked to her about, like, anything and everything? Um, or is there, like, a certain focus? So, Am I allowed to ask you this? Um, yeah, you can, because I'm okay. an open book, and I don't care. I talk about anything. But, so the first, like, three sessions we're doing, she has to know my story. Mm-hmm. So we're starting with, like, who is Laura? So I have to yeah. tell her about, like, me moving, all these things. Right. But um, even with just one session in, like, we talked about my whole story. Like, she gave me... The way I describe myself and my life and, like, everything around me, I use some certain words that are not common for people to use. And mm-hmm. she's like, that is where we should start. Yeah. Is the way you are viewing your life. We mm-hmm. got to change that yeah. to a more positive and upbeat situation and mm-hmm. one that you feel in control. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. So it's like, she's like, you got to start thinking. Like, she gave me, like, I don't want to say exactly the words. But, like, she gave me, like, ten words that I say a lot that are negatively, um, like, description of my life mm-hmm. that I need to start, like, kind of changing it and trying to... Because it's not working out for me, so I have to find a way to, like, change it yeah. so I can be more positive. Do you think that now that you've started therapy and having that conversation with her, you're catching yourself saying those words when you're not with her? Yeah. And it's not, like, words that I say so often. It's, like, more, like, thoughts and, mm-hmm. like, you know, things... Because, like, the word, I, obviously, I can say it if someone's like, okay, so, like, tell me about yourself. Yeah. I will say those words, but it doesn't come out, like, in my everyday um, life. Yeah. But it's thoughts that run, you know, when you're thinking to yourself, yeah. it's all those words. Yeah. A lot of words that I'm thinking to myself, about myself. Right. So, it's like, I have noticed that I do describe a lot of my life in bad Negative. ways. Yeah. Interesting. So, that was really fun. No, I think that's very good because Mm -hmm. even we have talked about, like, trying to be more optimistic Mm -hmm. or, like, positive outlook on situations. Mm -hmm. I think we had talked about that in the podcast beforehand also. So, no, I think I'm really happy for you. But it was was kind of cool. Like, literally five minutes in, as I was telling, like, I was telling her, like, where I was born. And Mm -hmm. I was already crying. And then she goes, like, after I did everything, she's like, you started crying not even five minutes in. And that's how I know that something, like, your life is making you really, like, uh, I know the word in Spanish, but I don't know in English. Like, 
when you know when you're feeling sad but like you don't let it go and it's just like you're holding you're it. You're suppressing it. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I can tell you're suppressing a lot of like sadness and hurt and stuff like that. And so like the fact that just like talking about yourself already makes you cry. Yeah. I was like, wow. I didn't expect to cry at all. Yeah. But therapy does it to you, bro. Yeah. So out of 10 out of 10, she's a great therapist yay so if anyone's looking for a spanish-speaking therapist <laughs> i got you laura can recommend one to you yeah and if you don't speak spanish it might be hard we can make it work we can make it work easy 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 love it mm-hmm. oh i have something great to discuss actually. oh okay and it's something that came to my head while i was driving home but it's something that i have been thinking about a lot okay um especially when i'm alone i don't think about it when i'm with people but hear me out. You know when you're eating, you know, and you're chewing the food? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I know where this is headed to. Um, and it's okay. So you're eating food and, like, you're chewing. Do you have a side that you chew more on? Um, That's just, like, natural? My right side. See, mine's my left. Are you left-handed or left-dominant? No, I'm righty. Interesting. But for something, like, I was eating um, pretzels on my way, and I put a pretzel in, and it went directly to my left side. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? No, I chew a lot with my left side, because I have been thinking about this. And so I put it to chew on my right side, and it hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my teeth are in pain. And I'm like, what is going on? And then it got me thinking a little bit further. Why wasn't... Like, you know how we can move our right arm not at the same time as our left arm? Like, different, you know, like, we're moving. Yeah. I'm moving them at the same time right now. No, you can, but you don't have to necessarily. Like, you can go one arm arm and then do the other. You can't do that with one side of your mouth and one side of... Well, that's because your jaw is connected. Like, it's all uniform. But what if people weren't? And so, like, our face would split in half and you could do, like... Things with this face that like did not affect this face. That's called being paralyzed. <laughs> no, but like not, okay. I don't think you're seeing my vision. No, no, I get it. I get it. Because I'm saying pain. because I chew a lot with my left side. Yeah. I could just chew with my right, but when I'm chewing with my right, my left is still moving, so I'm not giving my left a break. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's so, like, what if we could just chew from one side without like our jaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, think about it. I can't see. I'm having issues thinking about it because I've been having trouble chewing recently (laughs) because my wisdom teeth are going in. Oh, yeah, yeah, like they're very painful. And so like chewing in general right now has been difficult. How are you still going? Like I would have just taken them out if they're so painful. I'm just so scared to be under anesthesia. I think you don't necessarily have to be under anesthesia. Like you could just get numbed up. Yep. Yeah, I need to look into that. But <laughs> back to your point, I do understand what you're saying. I think it's a little difficult to, like, really think logically about this since your jaw is all connected in one and yeah. your arms are not connected, like, uniformly or laterally to each other. Okay. But I get what you're saying. But I'm also getting a visual representation. You so. are. You are. Oh, I'll, I'll put it up on Instagram. Don't yeah. worry, guys. I got it. I'll just... Currently... Laura's <laughs> playing with her jaw, and I'm touching my wisdom teeth. <laughs> so we're doing great things here. I'm just trying to, you know, like, because honestly, chewing with my right really hurt my teeth. Yeah. And it's because I'm not used Maybe to Maybe you it. have a cavity. 
No, I went to the dentist. I don't. Um, so earlier, man, I would say maybe like Saturday, Sunday, I reached out to my friend that lives in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Do you remember her? Yes. Because I hadn't talked to her since my birthday. Oh, okay. And she, she's a friend that I went to high school and college with, and she was like my go-to person in college, as long as Katie. Um, but she was also like my mom. She took care yeah. of me. Like, she was a friend that was like, Laura, you can't eat trail, trail mix. mix. Yeah, that was her. So literally my savior, the only reason I'm alive. Um, and we were texting and I like I realized, I was like, I haven't talked to you in so long. And we're li- living yeah. such different lives now mm-hmm. that it's just made me start to realize about all sorts of like my past friendships, like my high school friendships, my college friendships, and even my friendships now. I can't believe you said that because I was literally just telling you the other day how I was like feeling a bit nostalgic about Mm -hmm. Louisville and Indiana and like the people that I had slash have there now and like I was just texting a friend about that the other day as well so I think this is good I think this is a good topic Mm -hmm. for us to cover yeah or just talk about yeah because I feel like friendship does evolve the way you're growing and it looks different um within like your different parts of life and a lot of friendships like how you were saying a lot of them evolve a lot of them probably as well Mm -hmm. evolve in ways that you never thought they were going to yeah some of them just end up ending yeah when you least expect it and that's okay yeah um but i wanted to like i like I wanted to talk about a little how friendships look like more when you're in high school or college when you kind of don't have much responsibilities outside yeah. of like especially in high school like hanging out with your friends yeah friends in school but school doesn't take like as much responsibility as I feel like work does yeah so I wanted to talk like kind of talk about how what it looked like and now how it's looking differently post grad right I think, obviously, in high school and college, honestly, I'm going to speak more on behalf of college because I just, like, had more friends in college than I did Mm -hmm. in high school, or at least more, like, of a group base, Mm -hmm. and high school was more, like, scattered for me. Yeah. Um, But it's friendships, I think, were... Uh, what's the best way to put it? You didn't have any responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So you always had friends that were down to do whatever, whenever, Mm -hmm. and do the most spontaneous, crazy things with you. Your your family was your friends because your family wasn't there with you. Yeah. So, like, those were the people that you were with all of the the time. time. And I think also those friends in college, like, you are with each other Mm-hmm. Like you said, all of the time, because all your only responsibilities really are class than maybe like a part-time job. Yeah. So you have a lot of extra time to just walk over to somebody's house if you're bored. You never have to be alone. Exactly. And I think at that point, we're all in the same stage of life. We're all in college. Yes. We're all taking classes. So we all have to go do homework. So you can meet up to do homework. You can meet up to go to the gym. You can meet up to do your intramural sports. Yeah. So it's like on the weekends, you're going to frat parties. You're going to tailgates. You're all doing the exact same same thing. Yes. And you don't, honestly, I didn't really think much of it at all. Oh, I didn't either. I was just like, oh, this is just. This is life. Yeah. This is like the moment that we're living. Like that's just how. Because everyone was the same. Like there were groups of friends and everyone was doing the same thing. Right. 
going to class, going home, mm-hmm. hanging out with friends, doing something by yourself, whatever. And like, you know, it was always the same. You, and you talk about, I mean, you talk about serious things. Don't get me wrong. And yeah. like, there are, your friends are with you. College is a big time when you're exploring like dating and maybe your first loves or boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. And like, you get all of the emotions, the yes. really, really drunk night out, yeah. the family fights that you have back at mm-hmm. home. Like, you get all of that, but there's still, like, it's not a huge, like, responsibility it's or not, weight. No. It's not, But in the time, you think it's so serious. It's, it's super serious, yeah. Like, that's, like, like, your whole life is that. And so it's just, like, you go to your friends for everything, and you're, like, you, like you said, like, the family. Like, you're at home for a break or a weekend, and you're, like, oh, my mom's pissing me off. Yeah. And it's just, like, they're, like, oh, my mom's pissing me off. And you think it's the end of the world. And I'm, like, yeah. no, like, my mom pissing me off is the least of my problem mm-hmm. right now. The least of them. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like, friendships change so much college to post-grad. Because yeah. post-grad – your friends are could be in different parts, like stages of life. They could be doing different things, and they're not your whole entire world anymore. Because yes. you have to start more thinking about you personally and what your life is going to be. As in college, you're like, oh, we're all going four years, boom, mm-hmm. and like then I can start thinking like you kind of step out and you're like, okay, now what am I gonna do? What's yeah. my career? What's my life? Oh my god, I don't think you could have put that in any more of a perfect way. Oh, thank you. Like dead ass though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that, I mean, for me personally, that was a very hard adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. I'm, like, I want to be very careful with with how with I, like, wording, wording everything. Yeah. But for me, like, my friends are, like, my friends and my family are very Equal. important to okay. me. No, no. Uh, family's a bit, a bit more up there, I would say. But, like, <laughs> I would say, like, having my friends are like the same thing as having my people like yes we are each other's support system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i have friends actually no i take that back i have friends that i do consider to be family i think everybody does yeah of course but i think it's hard when you were on the same page for so long and then all of a sudden you graduate and you do move to different parts of the world or you realize oh we don't want the same things. And I Mm -hmm. thought we did this entire time. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be very hard to adjust to and comprehend and be like, do like a mind and perspective shift and be like, okay, well, I guess now I need to figure out like what is best for me. Is this friendship benefiting me? Uh, mm -hmm. Or is it better to like part ways? Or is it better to part ways? I definitely agree with that. And, um, the whole like shifting your perspective and how you see your friends changes. Even if it's like, um, like for example, the friend that I was talking to, I saw her every day, mm-hmm. even though we could, like we had busy schedules or like, she, cause she was a nanny and I was in, in a mural and like we did other things. We weren't mm-hmm. in the same career. So mm-hmm. we didn't have classes together. Yeah. We would get the bus together every day yeah. at least, or walk to class together every day or go to the gym. Before. So like we tried to see each other every day. Mm-hmm. I would see her every single day. And I had to, we had to adjust our friendship to be a long distance friendship mm-hmm. where we don't see each other every day and yeah. we don't even have the time to talk to each other every day and like I don't 
that's why I was like, I have no idea what's going on with your life. What is new? Yeah. Like, what's different? And it feels so odd and weird because it wasn't like that before. Exactly. Because before I knew exactly what's going on in her life, her roommate's life, her mm-hmm. boyfriend's life. And I'm like, and she knew what was going on with me, my friend, like everyone. Yeah. And now, and like with her too, not just the, um, the distance, but she is also living with her boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. And so like, they're, they, they're a little family. They have, they just, yeah. um, adopted a cat. And so it's just like, also, she doesn't have, like, I'm not her only person anymore. Yeah. So it's just like adjusting to that, too. Mm-hmm. I think not just about friends, but I think in general, like when I when I graduated, I was like, oh, my goodness. I had like five. No, not five, four different engagement posts like mm-hmm. on my Instagram mm-hmm. feed or people that were going abroad for a year because they weren't yeah. ready to start corporate America, which I don't blame you. I think you made the right decision by <laughs> teaching English abroad yeah. or people that decided to go to grad school. It's like, it feels weird because you're on the same trajectory and then everyone, for the t- first 22 years of your life with each other. And all of a sudden it just stops. Yeah. And all of a sudden that's when everyone can pick something so completely different. And you're like, what do I even want? Styles. Yeah. But, but Sorry, I kind of trailed off there. I guess going back to the whole friend thing, I think I, I mean, I've talked about this with you like so many times in like the group of friends that I lived with in school, Mm -hmm. we lived together for, for so long, like three out of four years of college, you know, someone was already always in another person's rooms we were always going home with each other on a weekend. Yeah. Like our families knew knew us. Like yeah. we knew everything about each other's lives. Mm-hmm. And after like, you know, COVID happened and then senior year of college, it was like a light switch. It was the friendship just changed amongst everybody. And it was a weird vibe. I think in your case and in a lot of people's cases, your friendship changed once you all weren't living like, in together. The same, yeah, no, yeah. because as soon as that happened, happened it, kinda, you, it just all fell apart. There's, there's friendships that only work if you're under the same roof. Yes, and that was the biggest learning lesson for me. Mm-hmm. Like, we never had a falling out. We no, never no, no. had a fight. It was just, you just stopped talking. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we weren't checking in on each other exactly well, i felt like i was checking in but i feel like <laughs> we'll get that to that later in terms of friendships or whatever but but you're right it's like some friendships only work in the same geographic location exactly and some even only work in the same household yeah and so like with going post-grad friends all over the state like the world whatever yeah and not even in the same because like some people like you you moved alone like you're not in the same household as yeah. someone else you it, have to i think work a little bit harder on maintaining friendships and getting friendships yes because it wasn't as easy as oh i haven't talked to this person all day but i'm just gonna walk into their house and they're gonna be there and it's gonna be fine and exactly you know, now it's like no because like i haven't talked to this person all day or like in three weeks mm-hmm. but when i go home they're not gonna be there i'm not gonna be able to just pop by their house like right. i have to make the effort to reach out to them and i knew i signed up for that yeah. i knew i signed up yeah for, that. for knew, sure yeah but i think it it's that was probably like one of my biggest learning lessons is like some friendships are not, and this is coming from somebody like, I just really value the people that I have in my circle. Yes. 
And so it was very hard for me to comprehend that these friendships were not working anymore. And who knows, maybe down the line they might, but like it obviously proved to me that like you had to be in the same under the same roof in order for it to, to work. work. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it sucks that that's the scenario, but I mean, like, at least you learned it kind of soonish, like, sooner that rather than later. Oh, 100%. Or at least you learned it and you weren't alone. Like, you had, like, backup. Like, you had support. Like, you still yeah. have the friends that, like, check in on you and reach out to you and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just like, it wasn't like you just single handed just got left out by yourself and then you're like oh now what do I do yeah and I think that kind of like leads into another point that we wanted to cover in terms of like you'll know or you'll find out quickly who your real friends are when you go through some sort of life transition oh yes excuse me whether that is a move or whether it's a family member who gets sick and you have to take care Mm -hmm. of them whether it's you get sick Mm -hmm. whether you get a new job or whatever the circumstances might be like you may learn like some people are not there for you in the way that you thought they were going to be honestly it could be as simple as you getting a flat tire yes and then coming to you like if obviously don't ask me to come to you if you're three hours away yeah 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 but (laughs) getting a flat tire and i'm 20 minutes away like and i'm not doing anything and you know this and going hey can you come pick me up? Yeah. And me coming to get you instead of being like, no, I'm not. Be rude. like, uh, sorry. It's that just seems like a lot of work. It's as simple as that. Like, that yeah. is something that shows you who is going to be there for you. Right. When you most need it. And that's also how you know who you should be there for. Yeah. When they need it. Exactly. No, I think that's a really great point. Um, it's hard. It's like, it sucks because sometimes um, you don't learn that fast enough and you put a lot of effort in people and you are there for them so much and you give them all your energy and like and they just take it a family member got sick and you're there and like you know they're going through something and you're there but the minute you have something something's going on you they're like no oh sorry like that's the worst feeling in the world because you're like okay then now i know that i was just you were using me mm-hmm. and now when I most need my support you're not there yeah that kind of had happened to me with um a friend as well like when I first moved down here and I was having so such a hard time transitioning and like adjusting to living down here I would text her about it when I was, you know, at my lowest of lows, mm-hmm. and it was like, well, you know, like you chose to be down there, or oh, it was, I hate that, or it was like you'll be fine, like just work through it, and it was like, okay, interesting because I can list off every single time that mm-hmm. I have been there for you for mm-hmm. the most minor of inconveniences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was also a big perspective change. Yeah, for sure. So I think honestly, like you need to know what values you want in a friend. Oh, it's so important. Before you give so much of yourself to those friends. Yeah, and I think like with like knowing your value comes like know your value so much and feel so strong about them mm-hmm. that you don't let someone walk all over you. Right. Like when you're being mistreated, mm-hmm. know your values and what you want from a friend because that's what you can give to someone. Yeah. And, like, and when they don't do that, like, they just disregard your values, that's when you know, like, they're not going to care. They're yeah. not the good, like, the right person for your friendship. We have, so, our friend down here, 
Kelly, she Mm -hmm. has like the best little analogy and she was sharing it with me. It was like, you have your jar or your bowl of marbles and you can have those friends that it was like the most little things, but they take those marbles out of your jar Mm -hmm. and to the point where the jar is just empty and you have nothing left to give to that person. That's when you know, like Um, maybe either one, you should not be having this friend in your life or like you need to just have some sort of a conversation with them. Be like, you are taking all of the marbles out of my jar right now. Yeah. And I'm about to like lose it. And sometimes they don't do it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're like, Oh, like when you have those conversations, if, if you really think they're the type of person that's willing to hear that and be like, Hey, listen, you are taking all my marbles and you're Mm -hmm. leaving me nothing. And I need you to give me something back. Yeah. And sometimes they'll take it in a good way. And they're like, Oh, like, I never meant to do that. Yeah. You know, I no I'm so consumed in myself and what's going on with me that mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I'm affecting you. Yeah. And then there's some people that are like, oh, well, fuck you. Like, I don't need you. Yeah. It's so and funny. They that- need you more than you need them. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. the type of people. <laughs> the people that say they don't need you are the people that actually need you more than you need them. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. They're just like playing it off like they were doing you a favor. When in actuality, exactly, they didn't really have anybody else there besides you. Yeah. Um. Damn it! I was gonna make a comment on what you said before that part, but I can't remember what you. I don't even remember what said. I said before the part. <laughs> Just blacked out. Like the marbles part. <laughs> yeah, it was something about that. Oh wow! Yeah, I think we both blacked out for a minute. Yeah, we're both like, and this, and this, and this, and this. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to talk about like, what are some of your values, Kayla, on friendship? Because, like, we were talking about yeah. values and not letting people take disregard them. Yeah. A big one for me is honesty. Okay. Like, you, just be completely honest with me because I'm someone that's very blunt and I'll be very honest with you. Not trying to, like, be mean or anything. Just be, I'm oh, just like, I, I'm going to tell you what's on my mind. Fun fact, today someone came up to me at work and was like, you are a very honest and blunt person. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, they're like, your face and your voice, like your words say yeah, everything. everything. And I'm like, I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to be mm-hmm. fake to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Like, when I know it won't be mean, yeah. I say it. Like, yeah. what if I'm like, okay, this might sound really mean. I will just keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to share that. Yeah. But I like, I think being honest and blunt is great. Yeah. Uh, being honest and blunt. Another one is, I don't know what the best like word is to describe this, but like reciprocation. Yes. I want you to like put as much into the friendship that I, that I'm putting into you or like you give, what am I trying to say? You put into me as much as I put into you. Obviously that's not going to happen all the time because people go through ups and downs of life and you might be going through hard times and like sometimes someone might need you a little bit more than you need them exactly and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you know later on down the line if the roles were reversed it's the same scenario and it can be down the line in a week it can be down the line in 10 years yeah it doesn't have to be right away exactly what about Um, you i don't know how to put this but it's like someone that like with the whole like um reciprocating it's like i don't want to be held to like a standard i guess yes i don't want someone to be like well um you're not being a good friend because i was there for you for this time and now you're not gonna be like it's not like oh because comparison exactly like i can be a great friend to you for five times and you can be a great friend to me once 
And I'm not going to hold it. Like, every time I'm like, oh, you you know, I was great to you five times. Mm-hmm. Like, that. I don't know how to put That's that. That's so childish. And but I, it's like keeping track of who did what, yeah. when. And it's just like, no. Like, if you need me more than I, like, more than I need you in that moment, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're calling me ten times crying and I have to drive to your house and, like, be there for you. Yeah. And I only call you once to bitch about my life. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, hold that against you and be like, you know, I have nine times over you. So you really have to step it up. Yeah. That is something I don't like. No. So I value someone that's like just level headed, level headed, willing to just, you know, like reciprocate, but not right. hold each other account. Oh, not, not accountable. Like hold each other accountable, but not hold each other to a standard. You, I know you kind of said that. Yeah. But like, you understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. And I hope you guys do too, because I'm honestly like. Because Whoa. honestly, we can't think of enough to it. <laughs> I, the word is not coming to my head, and it probably won't ever. I think this can apply to long distance friendships too, where 100%. it shouldn't be. Because I fly out to you once, you have to fly out to, to me, me once. Or why am I the only one texting or calling you? I oh, can literally, yes. I can tell you right now, I just FaceTimed one of my really close friends from college on Sunday. Yeah. And she's probably, we joke about this all the time, but she is the worst communicator ever. Uh Like I will send her five text messages over the course of three weeks. Mm -hmm. And then she'll get back to me two weeks later and be like, I'm sorry, I've been so busy. But, (laughs) and I'm like, I know I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then we FaceTimed and we were both laughing. Like we know we could go a month without talking and we'll just pick up where we left off. Those are the, Best Those are the friends. best friendships. Where you don't have to be constantly talking to each other and you can go a month, two months, and it doesn't feel awkward and you're just like catching up. Yeah. But like obviously life gets busy. You don't you can't constantly especially if you're not yeah. in the same town where you can just be like, Oh, hey, we're meeting up for drinks tonight and stuff like that. Yeah. So it does get harder. Like I have a friend in New Zealand and I think I talk to her like maybe five times a year. Yeah. Because she's doing her life, I'm doing my own. We mm-hmm. got a time difference of sixteen hours Which on top. Is- so it's just like but every time we talk to each other it's like catching up like it's nothing mm-hmm. and so that's beautiful um but another value of mine i think it would be like integrity okay and i'm saying that word because it's just popped in my head but i'm not 100 percent sure i know what it means i'm looking it up right oh, now. oh thank goodness <laughs> because <laughs> i wasn't sure it just popped in my head and i was like i'm gonna sound Ooh, smart <laughs> i hate you for that but i would do the same thing um i know exactly why you said this so it's the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles morals are a huge thing for you you are the type of person we've talked about this before i mean morals are a strong thing for me too but like for you you can tell within the first hour of beating somebody whether or not they have the same morals as you or like Uh the same standards of like maturity yeah I agree. Maturity. That's a huge thing. Oh, my God. Like, obviously, you want your mature friends every once in a while, but, like, those aren't your close, tight friends. Yeah. But, yeah, I do. Morals, huge thing for me. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I like this about me, and I, even if I'm not actually good at it, I will keep saying I'm good at it until I die. But I feel like (laughs) I can read someone pretty quickly when I meet them, Mm -hmm. um, and I love doing that. Like, yeah. A lot of the times, like, when you first meet me, I might be a little bit more quieter, like, just listening because I'm literally reading taking you it all in. and taking everything you got in, and I'm like, okay, now I know. And, like, if you – honestly, you might surprise me throughout the friendship. 
I you could I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I something gives me the green light where like okay, her their morals will match up to yours whether they're exactly the same whether they're a little bit different like it's still gonna be like a nice balance or it's gonna be good yeah or if I'm like mm, there's something off about them and yeah. there's something that's not gonna click right. And I love that I can do that, and it's something that I'm very proud of. And no, I love that you do that, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's a very like unique thing to have. I think I'm good at reading people, but it takes me a a little, a little bit, bit of a longer. while to get to know them before I'm like, okay, no, yours is like right off the bat, mm-hmm. and I think that's very impressive. Thank you, thank you. Sorry about. So, um to kind of like transition here a lot of people are really nervous mm-hmm. that in after college and post grad they're not going to find true friends or a good group of friends yeah after college when you're working and exactly. especially when you move away i know like i'm sorry i hint at that all the time it's because we we moved away so we have more experience on starting over yeah from with, scratch yeah from scratch with friends and yeah stuff. and i do understand like the mindset i think i've met a lot of people and i've had a conversation that was that my hair it's your hair (gasps) it's blonde (laughs) it's very light (laughs) i just had a sip of water which is very bizarre for me and kayla's hair was in my mouth (laughs) so never drinking water again that just amplifies why I hate water. <laughs> How is there even a hair on the glass? I have no idea, but I'm, it's okay. I clean. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I clean. I promise I clean. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't disgust me. Like things like that doesn't bother me. Oh, especially because it's you. I'm like whatever. It's your hair. <laughs> At least it wasn't some random. Some random person's yeah, hair. Yeah, Ew. I'm okay. Fine with it. Yeah, you're right. Where, <laughs> where even were we? <laughs> oh, friendship. Friendship. <laughs> I have talked to plenty of people. Um, that have told me, like, I am just scared to, like, find friends after college. Yeah. And not even, like, with that, like, scared of finding friends after college. With moving away, how we did it. But sometimes, because you all grew your high school friends. Your high school friends are not high school. College friends. Your college friends might still be, like, going to grad school. So they're still partying and they're still living the student life and you have work. Yeah. So you can't do the same thing. Or going back, you could be completely correct, though. There's plenty of people that move back home mm-hmm. after college and they outgrew their high school friendships. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So it's just like, no matter what, I feel like at least it's very possible starts over with, like, friendships. And not saying, like, you leave all your friends behind, no, but you no, retain no. those. And then you also are seeking new friendships. Exactly. And it is very possible. It is. It is. It's very possible. Um, especially if you know what you want, you know the, your values, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of just know what you're getting yourself into. And with that, yeah. I want to, like, kind of touch a little bit of base of, like, um being post-grad, starting your job, having a responsibility, whether Mm -hmm. your job is a um, Monday to Friday, nine to five, or it's like my job that's a little bit chaotic and my schedule is always different. Um, Being able to, that's like, it's another kind of time management because you Mm want to put in the effort for your friends and seeing them, but also at the same time, sometimes you're just too tired or you have too much going on and you can't. So it's just like, 
your friendships are going to look different. They are going to look different because you're not together all of the time to start off with. And if they, those friendships, those new friendships that you are making, they're the real ones and they're good people and you really like them and it's great, they will understand. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's something I have learned. Big time. They will understand that you can't constantly be present and you try your hardest and you can only make it to a few events or some things and they'll be okay with it. And so it's just like, that can also be a tough thing to get past and to accept. A hundred percent. I think what I am like super grateful for with finding friends in post-grad is, um, you know, although like we all are on the same track of like we have work, but we prioritize the weekends mm-hmm. to hang out with each other or like we'll pick a day during the week usually Winwood Wednesdays where yes. like we get together catch up in the middle of the week of like how work has been going mm-hmm. like what workout classes have you been trying that mm-hmm. I want to try also and then in your situation we don't know you know what two days you're gonna have off every week so yeah. like prioritizing one of those days at least mm-hmm. where like I can either drive up to you or you can drive over to me and like yeah. we'll do something whether yeah. it's like get dinner or go to the beach or Something, Something, yeah. And so it's just, like, I think that's so, so important because, like, and that's something I have realized, like, the friends that we've met here, they're really great about it because, like, I can't make it to every event. And that's, like, with me and my different schedule because I'm in the hospitality industry. Yeah. I can't make it to any event, and it buns me out all the time. Yeah. Every time you guys are going out and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, I wish I could be there, but, like, I obviously can't. Like, yeah. sometimes I have work or sometimes I'm too tired, and the next day I work early. Yeah. Um. But the one thing, like, our friends do help and make me feel great is that every time I am able to make it or, like, they see me, they're like, oh, we missed you. Like, it's been yeah. so long. And so, like, that's really nice because it it makes me understand that they accept it. Like, they understand that this yeah. is just how my life is right now and, like, it's something I can't necessarily control. Mm-hmm. Like, I try my hardest to fix and, like, ask for days off and stuff like that. Yeah. But I can't 100% guarantee it always. And so it's nice to know that they're understanding and it's just, like... Okay, well, then when you do have the time off, like, we'll prioritize that yeah. time so that we can see you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. I love that. Mm, the last thought I wanted to throw out is sometimes... Um, moving past college life, some friendships that weren't as strong in college um, become stronger and actually grow a lot more. Yeah. And whether it's, that's like a friend that you both move to the same place mm-hmm. or you even are long distance, like yeah. for some reason not being constantly with each other and not having each other mm-hmm. makes you realize how much you actually like that person and yeah. need that person in and your value life. value that person in your yeah. life. Yeah. So you make the effort. Yeah. No, I agree completely with that. And I think that's just a beautiful thing. And friendship is a beautiful thing. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways. Um, um, we're, I feel like we should just end it at that because we're like already yeah. at our time. That's fine. Let's do it. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Um, let us know your thoughts on this episode or like this topic because Laura and I are feeling really good about it. And I don't know, I'm just curious as like any thoughts, whether it's related to this or if you had another thought that we didn't cover on. Yeah, because we can also cover it next time. Yeah. You know, I love reading 
when people tell me. Like yeah. last week we did our phobias and I got some people's phobias. They answered mm-hmm. and they're like spiders and stuff. And I'm like, I get it. I, I get, get it. it. So we love our feedback. Yeah, we do. Follow us on Instagram. Please. Couldn't tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. I believe it's adult dot not or dot not underscore adult dot or that's what i've dot I mean. not underscore yeah so last time we didn't say the underscore we just said the dot okay this is it listen <laughs> <laughs> underscore dot no no underscore no, adult. underscore <laughs> <laughs> underscore adult dot, dot or dot, dot not underscore, underscore. Got it. <laughs> see you next week bye <laughs>